game until the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of... The U-Gamer, I mean the Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome boys and girls to the 89th episode of the U-Gamer Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net, Audio Technica, and AK Racing. I'm an also humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8Bits. Joined today, two regular partners in crime, Salim Abraham, who can be found at SalimTD... Ali Hart, who can be found, as Miss Ali Hart, and a very special guest, hot off the free agency list, Adam Pez Perry, who can be found at Pez underscore bro. Welcome to the Nameless Table, my friend. Thank you. Hey. Great to be back. Hey. Great to be back. Yeah, me. Yeah. The Welcome first back. ever repeat guest on the, uh, on the Hungry Games podcast. I don't know if that's more of a detriment to us because people come on here once and go, fuck this, we never want to come you on again. Out. Or maybe we're just that exclusive a club. Who knows? Well, I was very hungover last time we did it, and that actually was one of the funnest podcasts. It was one of our favourites. Yeah, I think we were all a bit shady. We did it around the kitchen table. We've upgraded to uh, this beautiful bit of craftsmanship that uh, Dream and I put together. I do, I enjoy it. I like the soundproof walling, I like the table. It looks looks like it's some battle scars going on the edge It's pretty sturdy, mate. Don't uh, don't run your finger along the edge because you might actually cut it. Uh, I don't know. He ain't joking. Um, Yeah, I'm not actually joking. Um, but still, you know, everything that's beautiful should hurt you a little. I Love, think. Yeah, that's that's just life. Like that's a deep. rose. Yeah, yeah. It's real deep. You're pulling out the bangers today, aren't you? Yeah. Try. Mm. I'll start strong, but I'll like <laughs> really start to dip in the next couple of minutes. You'll see. Yeah. That's how it mm. usually goes. Looking forward to that. So we're here. It's the second last episode of the year for us. Yeah. It uh, I don't know if if this might be the last podcast you're going to be on in quite some time. There is there is some sort of big career developments that we'll, we'll dive into with you in a little while but um yeah apologies in advance we are in the pressure cooker today it is hot as balls in here um yep. sydney mixed with old heritage housing is not good in mm. this summer climate so sorry for the sweat but uh, i think it's going to make us work harder yeah or we're, go we're all absolutely bit, insane we're all a little bit nude right now just to uh, to deal with it. Where is everyone's pants? That's why, by the yeah. Way? That's why we didn't want to cut them on the edge of the table. I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Impromptu circumcision. Got to yeah. protect your bits. Yeah. yeah my yeah. Uh, my balls are currently stuck to my sweet AK Racing purple overture chair at the moment. What a plug. That's a good what a advertisement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good advertisement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slap that on the box. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that's the idea. So anyway, I guess I guess we should lead on the episode as we always do. Find out what we've been playing, what's been going on in the last week that was. Maybe we'll lead over to our esteemed guest here, uh, Adam Pez Perry, to tell us what you've been doing this past week. Um, try and avoid too much of the question um, about sort of the big changes. We'll jump into that in sort of a segment yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But what have you been doing? What have you been playing? Tell us the things. Oh, boy, do I have some changes ahead of me. No, um, so Sliver. Does anyone know what Sliver is? Sliver.io. Oh, I, no, I learned about this about five minutes ago from mm-hmm. you. Okay, you break the illusion there. Um, ah. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut it out with the, with the genius. <laughs> so what Sliver.io is, it's pretty much... Sna- everyone had a Nokia 3310 yes. growing up. And you nope, had, one- had a Siemens. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was a phone. Sorry, continue. They actually used to name phones Siemen. yeah. Siemens. That was a brand. It's still a brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for those that didn't have Siemens, there's this... <laughs> 
<laughs> this game, as everyone's familiar with Snake, the idea is you've got to eat little dots and then as you eat dots, you get bigger and you can't run into yourself. Well, this is pretty much that, but the MMO. It's fr- open world sl- Snake. Slither. Slither. I love that how idea. many How many other people inhabit this open world? Like, uh, have, Do you come across a lot of different snakes just cruising around eating fruit? Yeah, you have about 400 people Holy in a tight shit. space. Yeah, 400 wow. people. And some snakes can go Sounds up like a party. to... Um, Sounds like King's Cross. I don't know the measurement. You start off pretty much... Three. It's all like you're pretty much like an oval. You start off, and as you get longer, you just become this big noodle-shaped thing. But you can start off like a, a centimeter long, and you can end up nearly up to ten meters long. And Shit. yeah, it's, it That's gets a lot. it gets pretty hectic. <clears throat> There's um some. You, I've I got into it. I watched PewDiePie. It was a recommended one. It was like my YouTube was just looping through, and then Betty didn't play as a black snake. Oh, oh too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then um. Then I, the videos just start playing. I'm like, what is this? And then all of a sudden, Mighty Mouse Mighty Mouse did a stream on it too. And I was like, oh, this is actually really good. So I gave it a go. It's for free. You can play it online. Um, just sliver.io. I'm going to give it a crack. Did you a, say there's an app as well? Yeah, it's on my, I've been playing on my phone. I was actually playing in the car while I was waiting for you guys to get here. You can play like just um, just on against bots or you can play it online. So the idea, so if you run into obviously another person's snake, you die? Yeah. Right. So you can actually back around on yourself. That actually... The original feature you couldn't. Yeah, you have to kind of go can. up and across, right? Yeah, or you, down and across. You can. Yeah, you, you actually you can curve. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is 2017. <clears> you know, they got rid mm-hmm. of this. Oh shit! It's no longer yeah. just right angles anymore. Yeah, it's curves. It's wrong angles. <laughs> uh-huh. You can go. You can trap. Like the idea is, you get big enough, you can trap people. Like you can get up to six snakes. Oh, you can get depending on how many snakes are in. You can trap them, and then you just kind of swivel, like swivel, swirl in on them. Or you can like if you're getting real balls, you can do like a figure eight. I've pulled that off once. Yeah, and that's like that's some gangster. That's shit some right peak there. slither. Yeah, you're like yeah. once peak this slither pod prodigy. wraps, I'm going to be getting on this slither.io. Yeah, I kind of want to give it, it a go. It takes a little bit. Like when you first play, you're like, this is just terrible. But then when you like cut some, like you have a race, and then you cut someone off, like you like Tron. It's like yeah. Tron, Snake Tron. Much. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears> it's like Tron, but you can you know curve. It's really good. But other than the crappy free game I've been playing, is I finally picked up um, the Frozen Wilds for Horizon Zero Dawn. I haven't played it yet. I want to know about it though. I don't. I won't go into it then. It's very. Spo- you can't say anything in this without being spoilerish. Really? Is it? You. It's you great. Loving it. Is I it good? It. Is it's a good addition to the game? It furthers the narrative. Oh, new enemies. <clears throat> it gives. It probably gives <clears throat> more um, lead in for what the next. I don't know if there's more DLC coming out. If they've announced it or if it's going to be a Horizon Zero Dawn two. Mm. But they've definitely That's opened it up to. to have you finished the first yep. one? Well, obviously, there's like, um, for those that don't know, there's like an AI that's kind of rebuilt the planet and everything in there, but mm. it's kind of leading on to more of the other AI that I didn't mention in the first okay. one and what they're doing. Is that a spoiler? That's, that's a that spoiler. is not a spoiler. No, no. You, you learn that Isn't pretty it? early in the piece. Yeah. <clears throat> pretty early in the piece. I didn't know that. No, I feel like I'm halfway through. I'm probably wrong, but <laughs> it just, it doesn't, I'm never going back. That definitely is <laughs> a spoiler. Does it say start game? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, it, I think if I add on to it, it will be, but it just definitely adds on. Mm. To like, it's. I don't think this is a spoiler, but um, the location. It's uh, everyone are familiar of Yellowstone Park in the US. Ooh, yeah. It's kind of like it's set huge. there. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge, um, and it's just like an addition added onto the map. But um, and it's obviously snow capped and frozen. Yeah, you'd assume. Any, anything else there, I say, is just would definitely be a spoiler. Mm. But other than that, it's. I'm trying to finish near um, Automata. Near Automata. I saw that you were playing that earlier <laughs> this try, week. Trying so hard to get through that. I've. I've got six of the 26 endings, so no, seven now. It's just Is that really a great game? It like, is. It is. <clears throat> a lot of people rave on it. I haven't yeah. touched it yet. I've got it in my little pile of shame, but um, 
yeah. What kind of game is it? Sorry. Like, I, I honestly haven't looked in it, but it's been raved about. So. It's a hack and slash R-type. Do you know what R-type is? It's like, you know, those weird, like, space shoot games with, like, a million bullets are coming at mm. you. The game transitions to, like, side-scroll platformer, Devil oh. May Cry hack and slash, then just a mind-fucked story that really makes you... Make you question your own reality. That's that sort of thing. The producer of this game okay. is just top notch. The, but the backstory of it, I love so much because it goes back to. Did you ever play the Drakengard games that were on PlayStation Two? No, no. It actually starts there, where each one of these games has twenty six endings. Each ending is A, B, C, or the way to Z. And one of the every single ending that in one of these games that ends in E is the actual canon. So in the first, in Drakengard, where one of the endings are, where one of the dragons you ride, because you're a dragon rider, the dragon dies and gets, sheds off this thing called a black scroll, where it goes to all the other uh, the other three Drakengard games. But then you get to the original Nier, and the black scroll um, pretty much dies off this giant, and then it gives everyone in the human race this thing called the black scroll, where it's like a disease where everyone turns into these zombies, like pretty much zombies. And then the E ending on that is where some a character there gets sent through time on this weird, obscure portal that ends up in this world where pretty much all humanity is gone and it's just a battle between these androids and these machines. that mach- Aliens made machines and humans made androids to kind of like fight a war over the planet. Oh. And So much meta. It, That's a ton but of meta. The, the, it but, sounds amazing. But none of that is actually in context of the game unless you've played all the previous ones. So if you want to know how the world got there, you've got to go back the PlayStation 2 and figure it out or you just go on Wikipedia and but if, if, you're, sure. if you're playing Nier Automata is it is that a detriment to the game where you you don't understand like you, no. would you be confused with all the shit going on would you just go who is this like a la Final Fantasy 15 where there's all <laughs> this backstory wedged in movies and, and still cut anime and everything else like so it's still going to give you a clear start, middle, and end yeah, without much confusion? Each game's got their own. Like, nothing's tied to it. It's pretty much for the like, meta fan like myself that loves all the old ones. There's Easter eggs in there. It's like names that are the same, but they change with one letter. Like, backdrops, you're like, oh, my God, this is the library from Drakengard too. And then it's just little things in there. There's so much, yeah. so many nods, yeah. so many little things to fans that be like, I remember playing that, I remember this. And, like, I like when, I like when developers take that care and that high attention to detail. Yeah. Even motifs across things like Final Fantasy, I know you just use them as a bad example, but there's such a great example for it too, um, where they'll take um, nice. aesthetics or they'll take characters or they'll set things in the same world. There was one great uh, example of this where uh, Final Fantasy Tactics on PlayStation, do you remember that game? Yeah. There's War of the Lion, I think is what it's called. Um, that is also apparently set in the same universe as another game, which is absolutely so escaping me now. It's set in the same universe as uh, Vacant Story. Vagrant Story, that's it's it. It's also yeah. set in the same universe as Final Fantasy Eleven and also Final Fantasy Fourteen. Yeah, Ivalice. And Final Fantasy Twelve because they're all set in the world of Ivalice. So yeah, many yeah, layers. Yeah. And then like, it even goes How far good is that. It? Like Final well, Fantasy Seven is set in the same yeah. universe we'll as Final Fantasy Ten. <laughs> but Final Fantasy Ten is set... 10,000 years before 7, but on a different planet. How does that tie in? See, I've never heard that one. So the, it was the uh, one of the music producers of the show actually came out there because there's a character in Final Fantasy X 2 called Shinra yeah. whose his ancestors eventually became like a global like empire that travelled to other planets to bring out resources. And then that company became Shinra that pretty, was pretty much sucking the life out of the planet in Final Fantasy VII, VII as yeah. an energy source. Yeah, it's... 
It's we're really deep, deep we're diving. We are. We're we just circle jerking on Final Fantasy right now. Yeah, cool. and I'm going to absolutely pick your brain on this later. Yeah, other than that, I don't know. <laughs> and that's my week, yeah. <laughs> Dream, what have you been doing? I'm sweating balls right now in these jeans. Oh, I'm, I'm naked, sorry. Um, <laughs> Imagine if you had an AK chair. To- yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. They feel so nice. Uh, like this- cuddling them. <laughs> Coddling them even. Coddling? Cuddling? Cuddling your AK chair? No, the, the AK chair is like hugging my bits right now. You. Mm. Your bits. Yeah. Lovely. <clears throat> uh, this week I played Call of Duty World War Two. Oh, did you like it? Boots on the ground. Uh, yeah, we played uh, the zombie maps, the first zombie maps that you get there are two. Um, absolutely mental as always. We couldn't seem to really make it past like wave six or seven. I had some stragglers though. My housemates aren't too Get flash. good scrubs. A little bit. Um, you glebe dogs. Glebenese <coughs> people. But it's, it's kind of refreshing playing a COD game where I'm not rolling around with like an M4 or something where I've just got some kind of like little bolt action rifle. Mm-hmm. This is why I feel like <clears throat> I should go back to it. Because that was I've when I... have got it. You've got, you've got an Xbox as PlayStation. well? PlayStation. Ah! Yeah. Curse um, all these different consoles. I know. I know. We can't seem to coordinate anything. It's really good though. I played a bit of multiplayer as well. So uh, I don't know if this was in any of the sort of more recent CODs, but uh, the first thing you do is sort of pick a company. So you can be like airborne, or you can be nah. That's this is new. Heavy armor. Yeah, so this is new, um, and that sort of just dictates what your loadout is. So whether you're going to have like a sniper, or if you've got like a, a shotgun. Uh, I was rolling around with a sniper. I'm really bad at sniping. I'm no good at all. And COD is just like, it's the game. It's the only shooter I know where you can actually kill someone through like a millimeter gap, <clears throat> halfway across the map. So, uh, so you're definitely not doing any 360 no scope sort of things. No, not 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 on the PS4 <laughs> controller, mate. It's just not built for it. I, I need the mouse and keyboard. Um, yeah, I'm certainly right, you can't do. roll it like you can, apparently. Uh, but it plays touch. so well. It plays so well. COD games. So you, you haven't know, touched they the story do, they yet. They do really well. You haven't touched story. No, I haven't touched story. I'm really excited to actually get right I've into it. I've seen some though. of the story, and it looks it looks good. It's World War Two. It's hard not to. I, I don't want to say it's like hard not to do it well, but there are so many famous campaigns throughout World War Two. Oh yeah, that uh, would be absolutely terrifying to be in real life. But I'm sure in a video game would just be an amazing experience to play mm-hmm. through. So I'm actually really looking forward to doing that. I also played um, Geese Howard dropped this week in Tekken Seven. He did. It's a bit of news that we've got um, Mr. Final Fight himself. Yeah, he is a son of a bitch. He's a real son of a bitch to play against in Tekken 7. I got absolutely pumped. Unless you're by... anyway. Unless, sorry, <laughs> King of Tekken, Pez. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is. When um, are you going to start showing me? When are you going to start showing me? This is a big me? thing. We've got two Tekken world champions in the room here. Like, this is unheard of in, in podcasting. The world's not big enough for this. No. Nah, no. That's why it's so hot. The <laughs> testosterone and the, the bravado and the energy in here right now from and having. Nudity, yeah, yeah mm. Tekken world champions just eyeballing each other across the nameless table. It's electric. The tension yeah. is palpable. Who's your main? Me. <laughs> plays himself. I love that. I'm sorry. I can't argue with that. <laughs> sorry. Oh, why are you putting your shirt back on? I've actually just had to take my shirt. Well, we're That's talking <laughs> shit, so I'm ready to go. Just establishing dominance. He's like, okay, ready I'm going to go. hide now. All right, I like when I harangue. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, my boy. He's a lot of fun. I like mm-hmm. playing harangue. Uh, I play Xiaoyu is the main, but I'm trying to pick up other characters now. But Geese, Geese is actually a lot of fun. He's got a lot of 50-50s, so could go mid, could go low. He's got like low grab moves, which um, are sometimes guaranteed. So it's just like an absolute pain in the ass when he gets you with one of those. 
Uh, but he's a lot of fun to play against. There's always a balance issue um, that you need to consider when you add new content to any game. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just Tekken, but like any, you know, LOL, whatever. He's like he's obviously, champion. There's more he's problems. hot off the press. Does he feel like he's going to get buffed or nerfed? Or do you think no. they've almost delivered him right off the bat? I think the they've got way? him pretty bang on. Um, he doesn't feel like a Tekken player, though, like a Tekken character, like Akuma, uh, Eliza, and um, Geese do not feel like Tekken characters. So they sort of stick out like a sore thumb when you're playing against them or playing with them compared to like playing as other yeah. characters. But they still work well enough that it's not, you know, so that, a problem. That That's like as crazy as having like Noctis in Tekken, Dude. which is still so weird. <laughs> it's it, so weird. It's the, I, I, There's a million other Final <clears throat> Fantasy characters that could have made it in there. That just, to me, yeah. this feels like a cash grab. Yeah, it's, it's it just... It should have just been a chocobo. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. oh can you it. imagine? They've, obviously, they've got all kinds of animals over the years. Well, bring, got, bring back Gon. Remember Gon? Was yeah. that a little in crocodile yeah. little, thing? Little baby T-Rex and he did a fart. So the problem with Gon is that he's not their IP. That's right. I saw the video on this, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh, he's the one character, I think. Was he from think, a manga or an anime? Yeah, he's I from think? a manga. A Japanese manga. <clears throat> and he has his own TV show that was on Netflix for a hot minute and it sucked and I was so disappointed. Uh, but basically, in the show, he's just like this invincible little dinosaur that rules over all the other animals in the jungle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not IP, so he wasn't in like Tekken Tag, for example. He's the only character that wasn't in Tekken Tag for that reason. Yeah, he was in three, and that's it. That's yeah, it. and Roger can't be in it anymore because um, he's dead. Well, do you, uh, you remember? Apparently, it's it's not the, okay to beat up a kangaroo, but it's fine to kick the shit out of a bear. Like, so kick the shit out of a. Woman, I don't think like, no, no, yeah, no. Too. I don't think it's that. I think because if you remember around the time there was that vintage of the bloke who like <laughs> oh, yeah. his, his dog was getting like uh, <laughs> smacked by a kangaroo, so he got up there, squared up, and jabbed him. Yeah, he uh, just decked him in the face, and the kangaroo was like, "Whoa!" Took like, it on the chin, just absolutely took it on the chin like a champ, but then bounced away. And that him. happened right around the time that Tekken were announcing new characters, <laughs> and uh, Harada actually came out and said there was a guy in Australia who punched a kangaroo. And that was a big problem for us. <laughs> yeah, no, as, so, as you touched, so nothing against beating up women or beating up a bear. Isn't there a panda in well, the game? Yeah, yeah there's Kuma. there's Kuma. No, there's Kuma and Panda as separate characters, mm. which is which, which is, is a big problem because they play hairs. the same. Um. Anyway, that's what I was doing. I also played. Have you seen these um these mobile Lineage Two ads with Conan O'Brien? It looks good. Is it good? I've been playing it. It's. It's all right. It's definitely an MMO. I'm always a bit hesitant to play like really intense games on the mobile because it just drains your battery and it means your battery life's going to be shorter overall. But um, I was really wondering how an MMO would translate to mobile and they do a really good job of it because almost all of it is autopilot. Um, You can literally hit a button to just be like, okay, next quest, do the next quest's action so your character will automatically run to the next thing. It might be like kill five of these, so you hit the auto button, goes over to where they are, kills five of them. You're literally doing nothing, really. Like I don't actually understand too much about about I just like exist in this world, the gear system, <laughs> about like yeah, what my stats are and how they work. I don't understand the world. I have no idea what I'm actually doing in this thing. I know there's a bit of like a war going on, but that's about as much as I can take because I'm at work and I'm just hitting like next, 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 auto, 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 auto. The only kind of annoying thing is that you can't just hit it once and let it roll. Every time there's a prompt, it asks you to hit it again, which I guess you've got to do something. Mm. But uh, need to get on that uh, Slither.io. Slither.io sounds like where it's <clears throat> actually mm-hmm. at, I think, with the MMOs at the moment. It isn't bad. It's kind of fun. Um, 
I haven't actually given it a conscious crack because I've just been hitting next, next, next. But uh, it looks really good. Uh, you have definitely a bunch of skills to actually play with. Uh, I have done a little bit of manual running around and hacking and slashing, and that plays fine. Um, yeah, it's not bad. I have heard, though, that it is, uh, there's definitely like a pay gate where it's like you'll get so strong, but you kind of need to drop a bit of coin <clears throat> to break a couple of barriers. So not there yet. I'll keep auto running uh, around in it. Yeah, off the wow wagon this week? I've been off the wow wagon for a while, Good even man. though I'm still getting subscriptions taken out of my account. Uh, what is it I've a month? Twelve bucks a month these days. It's like what thirteen or fourteen. <clears throat> I think that's a crack of shit. <laughs> they do. They do a lot of content. I you can't. Oh, um, like and like you can Blizzard, cancel Blizzard it support their products. Yeah, that's that's one thing you can never say with Blizzard. They once they commit to a product or release a product, apart from that ill-fated bloody StarCraft FPS that they dropped out years ago that was ghost starcraft ghost <clears throat> everything yeah. else they've supported way beyond necessary depth. i was thinking about that the other day playing Star Fox 2 on that um on SNES, mini. snes mini uh i was wondering if starcraft ghost might actually one day get finished and released uh, as a sort of like uh <clears throat> nod well, to the starcraft 2 is free to play at the moment now so yeah. have you seen the ads for those they're so great they just uh, blizzard need to open up a division where they just make animated films of their oh, IPs yeah. because the cutscenes that they do in these games are world class. Overwatch I'd, looks I'd like a DreamWorks it. picture. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It really I'd does. watch a StarCraft movie. I'd watch a, I would a watch fully a animated movie WoW movie. I'd watch... But it has to be horror. Overwatch movie? Yeah. Space horror. Mm. Yeah. Because I wonder if the... Like, did you watch the World of Warcraft movie? Yeah. 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 Nope. yeah. Like, why wouldn't they just put the extra time into making an a full animated mm-hmm. one? I'd, I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like Ragnar Lothbrook's a like I can't remember his real name, Aussie actor that plays him. Travis Fimmel. Travis Fimmel. He's a he's a good dude, but he's not a star power, put bums on seats kind of guy for that kind of movie. It was based off the WoW IP alone, but it was just such a fizzer. I think they'll throw Man, all their money into the <clears throat> shitty CG for oh, Yorks, yeah. Yeah. which was like those great. giant teeth aren't cheap, all right, to, to render. Yeah. And then they had the half orc that was just makeup, like special effects yeah. makeup, and that looked weird. That's um Robin Thicke's wife. Is it? Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's a factoid for you. Yeah. Did that put asses in seats? Robin Thicke's wife? Oh. No. <laughs> that's on the poster. <laughs> yeah. Robin Thicke's wife. <laughs> uh, that's me for the week. That's everything I did. Ali, oh. what'd you get up to, mate? Um, I've been playing, or oh, I tried attempt uh, this game, and I say that in quotation marks, um, that got recommended called Doki Doki or Doki Doki Literature Club. It got sold to me as a dating sim, which I used to love. Um, I used to go to Newgrounds and play the raunchy oh, ones, yeah. you know, <clears throat> plus 18. We've all been there. Yeah. So I was kind of expecting that maybe because it got recommended to me of all people. And Who I loaded recommended it up. it to you? Oh, fucking NATO. Ah, oh, NATO. Shame, mate. Um, NATOJ18 on Twitter. Yeah, send, send some, some hate, hate his way. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I loaded it up, but a lot of people have been talking about it. I've seen it on my Twitter feed. And so I'm like, it must be a good game. Because apparently the, the main thing everyone keeps on saying is like, this turns dark pretty quick or, you know. But I loaded it up and it's just fucking click, 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 next, 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 next. Like lineage to. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> lineage to the dating sim. So, and I got <laughs> bored with it because I'm like, it wasn't a compelling story and I don't pay attention to story in dating sims. I just want to score. So... <laughs> So, and it's just like, it got boring. So I didn't even... about your intentions. I, I love yeah. this. Yeah. I just Googled it and the first headline that comes up, 
Doki Doki Literature Club is an uncontrollably horrific visual novel. That's the very well, first one that leads off Well, I didn't even get to that part because I got bored with it. <clears throat> so, like, I am going to give it a go again, but I turned it off the other night because I'm just literally just <clears throat> clicking the fucking mouse button. So, and it was really sweet at the start. So I'm assuming, yeah, it takes a freaking turn for the worse at some point, but... I wanted to play a game. I didn't want to just fucking click my mouse. Is Newgrounds <laughs> still around? It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's still a thing. Yeah, it's still yeah. a thing. Is it, like, can you still do the Flash games on yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's think they, they still update the catalogue almost <laughs> on the daily. I it checked it out a like few months the, ago and it's still huge. It must be like one of the last places to have Flash games. I remember back in school when they used to block a lot of, obviously, gaming and certain websites. Newgrounds is always sort of open Black Sheep. On, our, um, on our sort of local intranet and stuff like that. And we jump on there and play all kinds of stuff. Did mm. you ever go to Stick Def? Stick Def. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stick Def yeah. is a big one for me. I used to love Stick mm-hmm. Def. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Destiny 2. Finally made it to the tower. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm not going to attempt. The air is nice up here. It is very fucking nice up there, but I didn't attempt trials. You mean Iron Banner? No, Iron Banner. Iron Banner. I got two pieces. I got the chest and the gauntlets. I am looking so fresh. Just hit level 280 on my mm. light, so I uh, can now start doing the socket upgrades and all my gear and all my weapons, so I should hopefully be at 300 in the next week or so. The content drops on Tuesday the 5th? Yeah, yeah, which I'm super excited for. Curse of Osiris drops... Um, which I cannot fucking wait to get in on. Um, oh, that's on just PlayStation, is it? Or is it no, it's on everything. It is on everything? Global release on, on December 5th, so that's PC, Xbox One, and it, PlayStation really. 4. Um, it's so good. God, it's a nice-looking game. It's still, a nice-looking game. Are you still on this train, Pez? No, I know I, you had it on PlayStation. I, I got up to the final part on the raid, and then around there, something big happened for me. So like I have, I fell off gaming there for a little bit, and I just didn't have... I couldn't find time to play Destiny 2 with yeah. everyone. So now... I've got a bit more free time. I want to finish the raid. and I thought you were already at the tower. Yeah, but I, we started on PlayStation yeah. 4. Now we so, jumped oh, on the PC. I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure when I started playing, you guys finished yeah, the we game as I you. signed on. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Right. No, yeah, so jumping on PC, I've had no luck in like... I was level 20, but <clears> in order to get to the tower, you have to finish the story. And I was doing more guided tours, taking everyone <clears> else through the story, but not <clears> finishing <throat> it. Um, but once I got to the tower grabbed some shit but i've been trying to play more around crucible really oh like yeah in- quick update on crucible positive kd in pretty well nine out of ten matches every time with controller with controller can you yeah. knock that fucking controller on pc shit <coughs> no. it's 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 spreading everyone's getting like a like elite controllers mm-hmm. now so they can mm-hmm. play controllers yeah. on black PC. friday sale was a good time to do that it was yeah. i know a few people who did that it clever was. clever clever uh, good for you, Brendan. Big thumbs up to you. I'm so glad you've got a positive KD I use those thumbs on my controller, PS4 controller when I lead the team to victory. Well done, mate. It's actually on Xbox One controller. Have you completed right the break? <clears throat> no, I haven't done it. I wanted to get over 280 first to, to try run it in. Okay, fair enough. Hmm. Mm. Maybe maybe you're a prodigy. Have you ever thought of that? Maybe, maybe you're actually... I could be like a Destiny 2 savant. Yeah. There's a chance. Maybe you should Sam, start a pro team. No, Sam? I look, I think it's impressive. <laughs> Sam, I think doing? it's impressive that with a controller alone, this man can actually... Because apparently, if you in 9 out of 10 games, that's a 90% you know, success rate on your positive KD there. No doubt you would have been first, second, or third in the kills in most of those as well, There's I'm only sure. four in the team, so... Big, big so hard to come top first? three. First? You were first, weren't you? First or second. Yeah. You might actually be a pro, mate. There's a chance, but I don't know if I'm going to have time because, you know, I told you I'm trying to get to PUBG Worlds next year, get that golden fry pan after getting a few chicken dinners. So, you know. I think you're wasting your time there, mate. 
Go to Destiny. Bungie, I'm sure Bungie will put up a big prize pool if they hear you're in the in the running. There's a chance. Yeah. Might have to reach out. Guys, it's already hot Blizzard enough Activision. Fucking rubbing each I'll send an egos. email to PJ after this and be like, hey, bro. Maybe maybe uh, we should invest in an esports team. Maybe. Yeah. Any we could all, maybe do the it, four of us could be a fire team. There we all go. Right. We've got a team right here. Yeah. You'll carry us, surely. Just you. I could carry these two. I don't know about you. Fuck you. You're that, you know, that far gone. I'm going out and making my own. Yeah, there it now. goes. We'll Took s- a minute, what, five seconds before <laughs> the fucking team split up? Not that good. I That's reckon, all right. I, I, got Tekken, I got the Tekken World Champion here. You're just the PAX Champion. I got the World Champ over here. <laughs> Remember. You're just a I can't champion. say much that. I can't actually say much that. Um, so the thing is, you. if I never fight anyone, no one can take it from me. No one can contest it. Yeah. <laughs> that is the best strategy. So you're the guy uh, in the plane in PUBG when everyone's falling. You're that asshole that's going to the right. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. You did he, that he at Zed Town. He it all the time. I did, that, I did do that at Zed And Town who was the well. first one to die? Yeah, it was me. Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> but in my defense, I got absolutely jimmied by a uh, one of those undercover zombies. It was fucking bullshit. This woman uh, got to like two feet uh, away from me. And then just like quickly lunged at me. And I actually shot her before she got me. Uh, and she's like, no, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm undercover. I'm invincible. You're right. <laughs> what, what the hell is an undercover zombie? So, like, it sounds like a shitty sitcom. Because like you start off Z-Town. <laughs> Z-Town is After this... Ned and Stacey. Are we doing the next Z-Town, by the way? Will and Grace. Um, I won't be. I think it's literally next weekend. Yeah, I'll be doing uh, it. I'll be keen. Okay. I'm keen. I'm, yeah, all right. Z-Town is, for those who don't know, it's like this game where you, in a, like a stadium, uh, like it was like Olympic Park, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it, was, it was AFL Stadium or something? It was at Olympic Park, but now they're doing ANZ, uh, they're doing Allianz Stadium, oh, Allianz. stadium for this yeah. one, which is oh, yeah. Yeah, the SCG. So like a thousand people get there, you start off, there's like a thousand people and two zombies. No, one zombie. Or one zombie. And with that, like it's hard to actually get people as a zombie because you're just getting shot and as soon as you shot you're out you well, this is a nerf to game thing. too it's a nerf game yeah, yeah. And, and the cool thing is they weave this big narrative through it where there's factions there's the yellow the blue and the red it was only three i yeah. think yeah, yeah yellow blue and red and they've got backstories and your leaders are trying to achieve certain goals and you've got to go out and do missions it's um, really out in the real well world it's very well put together uh so to help even it out they have undercover invincible zombies that at any moment could just tap someone on the shoulder and say okay you're a zombie now and that's how i got done so it wasn't because i didn't have my wits about me i just kind of got sucked in yeah i kind of got done wouldn't happen if you were the tech and world champ no 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 but i couldn't even i couldn't save you me and you were we all escorting lauren jackson the basketballer and then all of a sudden these zombies come out of nowhere and it was like brent i screamed brendan and brendan got done and there was this moment where me and brendan had to part ways i'm like yeah i'm sorry (laughs) brendan had to go put makeup on yeah (laughs) and then i had to become a zombie you yeah, know, I had to fix my eyeliner up and my my sort of. They really kit you out too as a zombie, don't yeah. they? Yeah, I, I I didn't get the full treatment, which made me sad. I just got like a big scratch down. I my didn't face. want any fucking chocolate sauce on my face for Is the blood, one? the blood effect. I didn't want that. Mm. Anyway, no, it's, it's fantastic. It's coming back next week. Yeah, it is coming back next mm. week. Pretty sure it's next Saturday. They do obviously the day session, then they do they do the night session. The night session will be sick. That's what I'm doing. The night session. Mm. I'm gonna buy yeah, a if you want to go, I'll get you some tickets. Yeah, do it, please. I'd love to go back. Mm. That's so much fun. Anywho, anything else? Ah, uh, no. I'm that. That was my life. It was a great week. In a nutshell. Mm. How about you? I don't want to talk about my Destiny Two prowess any longer. But I uh, played a bit of that. Played some more Mario Odyssey. Got a few more moons. Uh, explored a few more worlds. It's still so fantastic. It's so much better than Breath of the Wild. But uh, you know, that's a story for another day. Um, and I also picked up Skyrim on the Switch. 
Ah, yes. How did you go with it? It's fucking great. Do you agree with me about the intro, though? Yeah, it does go for a long time. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you, Sam. It's great. It's like, fine. And I remember the excitement when you loaded it up for the very first time when you're going through and it's big grand scale and you know epic war drums and all mm-hmm. that and dragons. And that's, that's cool, but you sort of lose a little bit of that shine the second time around because you know it all. Yeah. It's still great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it ported really well. Like it looks yes. good. It plays well. Some of the button mappings on, um, you know, the the ZR and the, yeah, the ZL and stuff is a bit funky, but um, it's it's awesome. But the fact that they've captured like that game and like and the grand scale of that game into this portable like console and it just still works. Mm-hmm. Like that that's what got me the most. This is like it just works and it still looks so good and it's in my hands. Like it's so amazing. You're the Switch. Years or well, year of Nintendo. Nintendo have just yeah. come back. Oh, this is, yeah. It's a big tour de force. And just, mm. You know, I'm so happy to see that because yeah, I thought it might have turned to hell. You can grab that if you want to. Nah, it's just Joel. Yeah. No one wants to talk to Joel. You could Rennie. actually do that on the cast. <clears throat> That's fine. Nah, you don't want Joel Rennie on the podcast. He just won't <laughs> shut up. <clears throat> Love you, Joel. Love you, Joel. Um, but, How far um, did you get? I'm only probably two hours in. I, I, I played, <laughs> which means he's just made his character. <laughs> I played um, on my flights to and from Brisbane, so I played last Saturday um, when I flew up, and then I f- played again um, earlier this week when I flew back. So see, I got, that's what I thought that game got about two, three hours on. worth. It was perfect on there. Um, yeah, just a little had my headphones on, so I was still listening to the to the in game audio. Yeah, and you're right; it was amazing putting like headphones on and playing that game. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, I, I love it. It's, I, it's so good. I, really I know I'm see... hypocritical because I said I wasn't going to go back, but. <laughs> Here I am. I really want to see Elder Scrolls 6 at E3 next year. Tell me about it. That's what I want to see. Tell me fucking well, about it. Well, it's next on the cycle. You know, they usually yeah. rotate between those two two big IPs. So I keep hearing whispers about Fallout New Orleans. Ooh. I'll, I'll go there and eat a couple of beignets and kill a couple of alligators. Get amongst the voodoo. Crocodilies? Hmm. Why are you just on Skyrim? So I've picked, I got it on the Switch as well, but at the same time I got it on VR, PSVR. I haven't played on PS. I've got it on PSVR as well. It's, I I tried it with the move controllers, doing a bow and arrow on it. It's sick. If you can like pull a pot, having like a spider come at you in VR is actually quite freaky. Like even though they're, they're the worst looking spiders ever, but them coming <laughs> yeah. at you is actually pretty freaky. But hey, you have do, you like, seen Eight Legged Freaks? I haven't. I refuse some pretty to see bad that. spiders. I refuse to see that. David Arquette, ex WCW World Champion. Yeah. Was he just anyway choking nope. out a spider? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I completely. No, you're right. I was just trying to picture like <clears throat> someone roundhouse kicking a spider. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm playing both on Switch and on VR. Like I'm going from one to two. It's really fun. I what thought, do you think's better? Switch, straight up Switch. Mm. I the VR's fun, but yeah. the PlayStation out of all out of all VRs, PlayStation definitely is the weakest. Mm-hmm. It just and I have to wear glasses, <clears throat> so I can't really. It struggles a little bit. But I walked around the whole map in Skyrim before I even got my shout. I thought I just want to experience it. Just pretend like I'm not a Dragonborn. I'm just Paz in Skyrim, and yeah. I just Hang walked around the map and just but just use the bow and arrow all the time. But you can switch between like teleport and just walk, which mm. the motion in it made like really made me sick. I was yeah, about right. to ask how aggressive the motion was on the VR. It's really bad, but you do get a little bit better at it. Like I have to stand up and do it. If I sit down and do it, it's bad. But then I just go to switch and start the game again. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. I, I can't get over how much that game is. The life expectancy on that game is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's on literally everything. Like it is the game that will not die. And it is on every console and platform known to man, mm-hmm. um, and they're just still printing money with this thing. Oh, like yeah. it's, it's I, I, like it, I take the piss out of the, the fact that it's on 
smart refrigerators these days pretty much but like it sells mm. it sells on fucking everything mm. i'm gonna buy it i'm buying it on the way home <clears throat> i'm buying it on the way home yeah. i absolutely haven't played it for years but you'd yeah, be able to get it cheap so as chips too yeah on pc for sure like 20 mm. bucks i'm sure yeah um what what race and class are you rolling on on I the two always, playthroughs i always go um human uh, imperial redhead try to make it look like my wife always Every, uh, without fail. always do <clears throat> But it's, the reason, the, my argument behind it is, it's like I don't want to look at a dude the whole time through. I'd rather look at my wife. It's pretty it adorable. Oh. I, I reckon, I, I've always done that. Yeah, it's and when when it's she sweet. sort of when you're playing when you're playing these games and she's like, "Come on, let's go do something. Give me some attention." Like, baby, we're doing stuff already. When it's fun to hang out for, it's like sorry. So I was gonna say, do you go look for a character that looks like you and marry that character? <gasps> no, they, with Skyrim, there's a hey. trick. So there's a. I don't, I don't know if this is insensitive. There's a gay lizard that's trapped in a cave near dark water something, and he's also he's a dual wielder with two um, daggers. No, no, they're like a pitch. Uh, what oh, like called? the sickles? Yeah, yeah, like sickles. And he's also a merchant and a blacksmith. So if you marry him, he has his own stop, and any income he brings in every day, you get that. Oh, Look no. at you. Yeah. You're thinking, you're thinking smart. Yeah, It's almost like an arranged marriage where you're working out the, the financial benefits of the future. And it gets better than this. He's actually quite dumb. Sometimes he'll make... He'll, he'll, he'll actually work in his shop, but he faces a wall. So there's a sneak feature where if you crouch and you get some tape and put it over your controller so you constantly walk and you just leave it there overnight, your, sneak, your sneaking skill goes up, get up in the morning, level 100. Hacks. No, that's not hacks. Put it in the game. Yep. They made me marry. I no, like idiot. it's great. <laughs> now I'm so, so you marry him for the for the financial benefits, obviously, because you're a female. He's he's a gay lizard, so it's just strictly a yeah, business transaction. Yeah, we're smart. Yeah, mm. that's it. I saved the world. He he's gay. Who now needs I'm... love? Love is awesome. <laughs> I saved the world. He's a gay lizard with a shop. <laughs> Life continues. Yeah. Now I don't know who to marry. Mm. Because Lydia's just my mule. Oh, Lydia. Lydia. I, like, I take Lydia up to the top and I just shout her off the edge. Because she's so... Because <laughs> she, she stops in door. She's the only NPC that stops in doorways. I want every NPC to be like Ashley from Resident Evil 4. Get in the bin. Get out of the bin. Get in the bin. Get out of the bin. Best mm. best AI ever. Never played I love Lydia Resident though. Evil 4. It's great. She carries Good? all my yeah. shit. It's, it's, it's the second best Resident Evil game of all time. Yeah. And it was that... They dove more action-oriented, and it was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. On the GameCube, played so well. That was the first time they did... Um, yeah, You had to press a button in the middle mm-hmm. of a cutscene, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. 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 First time they did quick-time animations, um, over-the-shoulder, uh, sort of firing as opposed to the that sort of more so third-person sprawling camera they used to do. No more static anim- yeah. um, static uh, environments. Mm. It's probably one of my favourites. Leon Kennedy acting. saving the president's daughter. Yeah. yeah. And then she like even made a move. She goes, you want to come back to my place for some overtime? And he goes, No. <laughs> and they just go, and they yeah. just go from the distance. <laughs> yeah, it's because I don't know if she's of age. I think that's the weird thing. Like she's like late teens or maybe early adult. I don't know something. Yeah, you don't want to do the whole game and find out that Leon Kennedy's a pedophile. Yeah, yeah that's that yeah. kind of just makes that's the whole thing topical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no good. Mm, that yeah. might be in Resident Evil Eight. Who knows? Who knows? I still haven't played the new DLC of Resident Evil Seven with Chris Redfield in it. I need to fucking find some time for that too. God damn. I actually like that. Resident Evil 7. Oh, sorry. I was thinking 6. Wait. Well, is he in 7? Yeah, he's in the latest DLC. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know. Yeah, other than that, a uh, quick one. I watched a TV show on Netflix called The Sinner this week. Crammed it. It's got Jessica Biel in it. Oh, this is the 
one where they said it's really like it's a really intense TV mm-hmm. series. It is. It is heavy. Like it started pretty slow, and and Rachel and I were sort of watching. We're like, should we give another five minutes, or should we just drop it here? And then it just went million miles an hour, and it just built from then. Nice sort of tense, similar vibe to season one of um, True Detective. If you want to compare it to something, really, that sort of dark seedy underbelly with sort of a bit of a cultish vibe a lot of swerves and uncertainty and so many layers and levels to it so good eight episodes jessica Buell smacks it out of the park and uh bill pullman is in it as well really yeah i don't know what he's been doing since uh, independence day two but yeah he's back now in the center fucking great watch godless have you seen that yet? I haven't yet. That's the um, the western yeah. show about like a town full of females, pretty much, right? Yeah, I've yeah. seen one episode. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I kind of wasted to dive into that. Have you seen it yet, guys? No, I've I been watching TV. Outlander. Outlander. Oh, dude, are you getting uh, are you getting into it? it took, it's kind of a guilty it took pleasure of mine. Four episodes for me to get into it, and then the last episode on season one was just like, it was. Can we? Have you seen the last episode on season yeah. one? Spoil. Feel Spoil. free. You've, I've never seen male on male rape. That was just yeah, full on. You haven't was, seen any prison movies? Shawshank no. Redemption. You haven't watched Oz? Oz. No, I have. Oh, my catalog's just gone up through the roof now. <laughs> it was, but that was done like the cast and it was so well. The dude, they got a guy in there called uh, Jack uh, Black Jack or Black, Captain Randall. Yeah, awesome actor. You love to hate him. It's like the same thing they've done with Cersei out of Game of Thrones. It's like, yeah. you need it in there. And like a lot of the cast in there from Game of Thrones. Like he plays Edmund Tully in Game of Thrones. He does. I yeah. never made that connection. And even um, the Blackfish, he's also in, he's like, ja- he's like, um, Jacobite. Ja- he's Jamie's father in the show too. It's like, oh, they're mm. definitely like getting some, a lot of cast from Game of Thrones. Um, it's, I, I actually really enjoy it. It, get, it gets really slow. But yeah, yeah, it's real. It's a real romantic one as well. Mm. Mm. Um, time yeah. travel and sex. Time travel and sex. Mm. She gets like she finds herself in a weird rapey situation every few episodes. What? It's like it's actually really unsettling. Mm. Anyway, great show. Otherwise, mm. <laughs> yeah. Outside, sorry of to the, like the weird. You got mentioned twice <laughs> about this show. I'm like what? Mm. It is. It, I imagine. Well, yeah. She. It's every episode. It's yeah. I don't, it feels weird to say it, but yeah, don't get raped and try to make sure Jamie doesn't get raped either. It's just don't get <laughs> yeah. raped. That's yeah. the constant plot thread that they're it's, sort of yeah. walking along. What are you doing today? Hopefully not getting raped. Oh, well, I'm just going to yeah. nip down to the shops and get some mead and some bread. Whoopsie don't baby. get raped. Don't get raped. What happened? I got raped. Damn it. <laughs> Where's the bread? <laughs> he raped me with the bread. Oh, Where's the bread? <laughs> Where's the bread? <laughs> they got the bread. <laughs> Sensitive. All right. Yeah. Um, bread rape is humorous. It's it's a fact. <laughs> French dick, you know. Oh. Cob loaf. Let's, let's burn. If we, I think if we if we pivot now, we don't have to deal with any blowback. Let's pivot. okay. Let's pivot. Should, should we pivot and, and sort of dive into the Adam Pez Perry story? Get a bit of an update on what's been going on. Some big big foundational changes have been going on in in the life of uh, our esteemed guest here. Um, Sam, did you want to lead us off? I know you've got a couple of questions, I guess. You well, we we're going to talk, yeah, because we've been working together uh, and you've done so much for, uh, I guess, not just sort of Australian podcasting, but the uh, the game community in general. So you're literally in um, gener- every generosity you're there. Um, you're always doing something with Twitch. You're always doing something with PAX. Um, you had your Game Bro, which uh, was your podcast you did on Wednesdays with Twitch every night and it's available anywhere you can listen to podcasts. 
So you've done a whole bunch of shit. Uh, and now you're having to say goodbye to it all. Yeah. It's been been a very emotional week. Um, I don't know. How do you want to lead this off? I don't know. Maybe just start with why uh, you're having to do that. So after 74 episodes, I had to say goodbye to the You Game Bro podcast um, because three months ago, and you guys knew about it too, that I I applied for a job for 2K, which was the junior social community manager role for, at the time... um, was nerve-wracking it was a hard decision because you know i'm like like every day i was an electrician i was getting over it and i was loving the gaming community in australia and what we're doing with podcasting and like the stuff i was doing with the final fantasy 14 the community manager role which i was loving so much but i needed to make it a full-time gig to kind of like make bank because i wasn't spending enough time with the wife or i was just so stretched out so i eventually applied for it and after three months i got the job um they gave me the thumbs up signed the contracts and then but sadly with that there's a major conflict of interest with what I'm doing <clears> with everything else with you, GameBro, AGPN, Final Fantasy, um, Twitch, the community manager stuff I do there, Reboot. And so after a long discussion with my co-host Matt, we decided that it was time for Matt to take the reins. And I um, last Wednesday for episode 74, I had to say goodbye. And it was a very emotional episode for me. Um it was, dude. It was hard. Uh, <clears throat> I promised myself I wouldn't cry, and you broke that promise pretty <laughs> It's justified, though. Yeah, yeah. It's your baby. It was, and like a lot of people, like I even got a few messages. I got, a, I got a lot of messages going. Look, we're proud of you. It's great to see where you're going. Like, it was probably they, the support was great, but I did get a handful of people going. Why would you cry? It's just a podcast. Blah blah blah. It's, did it you was reply more, back and just say shut up? I just I didn't bother. <laughs> I like I wanted to, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give anyone the benefit like the benefit of like trying to get to me, like yeah. even trying to defend mm. it because I, I I wear my heart on my sleeve a lot and I overthink a lot of stuff too. Like I get very nervous about a lot of stuff, and this time I'm like, no, nah, I'm not letting anyone take this away from me because I'm now full time working within the gaming industry. Like I remember as a kid, I always promised mum and dad, I said I'm gonna work for Sony. Haven't not working for Sony yet, but I'm getting close to it. <laughs> you're indirectly working with Sony, I guess you could say. Yeah, in a way, you know, you're, you're handling product that they will be on selling and promoting as well. So, yeah. so there's some synergy there. Mm. So, as of I start um, this week leading up, so at this exact moment, I haven't exactly started at 2K, but I am on the books. So I'm ready to go. The ink is dry on the contract. Yeah, this when is when you're listening to this podcast at home, you'll officially be in an office at a desk doing your job. Yeah. That's it. So yep. at the moment, I am currently unemployed. So um, enjoying that. I've moved to Sydney, moved from the little country job, town of Maitland. Um, so with the stuff, there's a lot of things have changed. We haven't officially done the post out there yet, but um, I've handed over my reins to Sam for uh, AGPN, which you know, which will mainly be Brendan and Sam. You mm. guys, you know, Brendan's been just as big a part of AGPN as I have. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and then with party mode, like um, I yeah. personally thought it was a success, uh, success. Like, there's a lot more I want to do with it. Um, mm. That I'm, that's another thing. I'm sadly I can't continue. Um, we'll figure it. Could out. we maybe get like? Obviously, you'll be able to find out once you get a more clear lay of the land. Yeah. Once the dust settles with 2K, what you can and can't do. Yeah. So, so I think there might be some opportunity there for you to, to come back in with party mode. Maybe as a guest. Maybe you we'll could MC the thing. Mate, I'll throw. There's no direct conflict your... of interest there for MCing. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I haven't seen contract, but. Yeah, I, I believe it's Depends more so... Depends on how like, many 2K games we throw in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. it'll be 100%. Everyone should play 2K, by the way. Mm. <laughs> Tell them I sent you. Um, yeah, there's, there's, at the moment, I don't exactly know what I can and can't do, but... Yeah, we and, might have to just blur you out of this whole podcast. Yeah, it's like, who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. just be talking to ourselves this whole time. Who knows? <laughs> just. Uh, no, because I, I think it's actually really interesting um, 
and you're on the podcast because we love you and obviously we've done so much work throughout the last year and uh through the agpn as well just doing so much um but also i think it's actually really fascinating your work that you've done for the last two years um with you game bro um with agpn uh moving from your own sort of content creation into an actual paid uh, paid gig with 2K and I wanted to maybe go all the way back to back how to the, the hell you got started. Oh. I know AGPN because <laughs> uh, the thing I really like about AGPN and part of the reason I really put my hand up to kind of jump in and, and take over from, from your good work was because I love the idea of collaborating and I love the idea of pushing people and propping people up. I think if anyone tries to do anything creative, it doesn't matter what you think about the actual content itself. You should actually just fucking give them a pat on the back for oh, even yeah. trying because it's so hard. It's so hard to like give yourself the go to actually go forward and you know take action. And the AGPN, the thing I love about that is that it's everyone doing that for each other in a way. So I wanted to go back maybe to you game, bro. How'd you come up with that idea and how'd you actually start actioning that? Right, so I suppose that kind of delves back to the raw toast days. Where I've, it's, it's no lie that I was, there was a bit of a major fallout between me and the raw toast guys where like they weren't, I'll happily say it now, they weren't putting in the effort. I was putting a lot of work and it was affecting my marriage and I wasn't having fun. Mm. And so I eventually, I was like, okay, well, we did a podcast together called the Raw Toast Podcast, which which we called it the RT Podcast, which clashes with like another major RT podcast. But it was yeah, fun. That's a little indie one, I think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. RT one. A little some, small time one out of the States. Bindi somewhere Burns in the country. Or yeah. something like yeah. that. Some do with a coin. Yeah. Um, Bernie <laughs> Sanders, I think. <laughs> right. um, and like the one thing we did on that, I liked was the podcast because that was the one thing that I had 100% control over. But then the stories wouldn't change. We knew each other. It just it wasn't melting white, but I, I loved doing that. So then that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. Hmm. I respectfully left. And um, I was like, I want to do this podcast. Couldn't think of how I was going to do it, whatever. But then I met a young dude by the name of Jack Hudson or uh, Jack Hutto. And then I said to him, I go, like, he was telling me about like everything he does. And Jack's the biggest, for me, is the biggest, like, don't judge a book by its cover. And I wanted hmm. to know more about Jack. And I was like, I hmm. want to build like build a podcast around just interviewing people that play games, just talking about games, just just having fun with that and a new person each week. So I had Jack on. It was the worst audio podcast I've ever done. I, I've got <laughs> terrible audio for my podcast, but that was by far the worst because there was a two-second delay between what I was saying to Jack because I didn't fix my programming up. But I still put it out there and people listened to it. Um, and from there, then after that one episode, Jack shared it out and then it just started to get listens. It was like more listens than I expected. It hit 1,000 in a week. But then mm. the next episode, I had a young fellow by the name of Miggy um, who was a good friend of mine. I got him on there. Town little bugger. Yeah, town little bugger. His heart's... Takes def- a hell of a photo. Oh, yeah. He's def- <laughs> oh, definitely check. Oh, it's Miggy something. I got a poor shout out for Miggy. I'm sure I'll give you the... Miggy, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about. Um, had him on there. Then it got a bit better. He shared it around with other friends and whatnot. And then... Then all of a sudden, people started asking to come. I was like, oh, this is great. People listening. And then, then I had a young little chap by the name of Matthew Waterworth that demanded that he come on. So I, I gave him... I gave <laughs> him he's not own. like that, is he? <laughs> yeah, no. I invited him on. He was the one person that broke the format of my podcast because the old thing was like, let's talk about the fav- your favorite game, what the first game was, the most hated game, and just let them just put their passion into the most favorite game because I personally think if someone's talking passionate about something, it's a great listening point. Mm. And, but Maddie just goes, no, I want to put five games out there and we're going to go for two hours long. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So anyway, <laughs> then it was actually a really good podcast. And 10 episodes later, Maddie said, I want on the show permanently. I'm like, okay. I'll get, and everyone's like, don't do it. Don't get these loud. <laughs> Gave him a chance and lo and behold, 74 episodes in. And yeah, it's 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 been great doing it with Matt. Matt, 
Matt is you hear him before you see him. He's very loud, very opinionated, but for audio, that's <clears throat> that's what you want. Oh, yeah. He's got he's got a very unique energy. He's yeah. absolutely a personality. Especially in this space, yeah. He's his own personality. Yeah. Uh and he's taking the reins for that as well. So yeah. he's uh, looking after your game, bro. Uh, going forward have you given him sort of one of those stern fatherly talks oh when you're sort of obviously handing over the baby that you've nurtured for 74 episodes and you're like you here listen here maddie mouse you fuck this i'm gonna come take your knees sort of thing well i I did i did this awkward thing where it's like okay this is the format i showed him i showed him how to like edit because i do all the i pretty much do everything maddie just shows up and talks which Mm. that's all you need to do for him anything else it's just he doesn't even need to show up he could talk from home and you'd hear him on the the microphone that's right yeah it's just like we you was it Homer yells out the window to Millhouse? Yeah. Yeah. Simpsons. Right? Simpsons. Ref. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd I'd prefer, I would have preferred. <laughs> I would have actually preferred. I really try to remember this scene. When, when Cletus climbs up the light pole and he's grabbing the. Hey Ma! Yeah. yeah. Hey Ma! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off the dang roof! <laughs> Yelling down the phone line. Oh, good old Cletus. They're my parents too. Yeah. Um, and. So yeah, it's it's been great. Like the man, I've gave him the stern talking to, and then I said to him once, and I gave it a really awkward silence. Like, if you don't do that, don't worry, I know where you live. Mm. And there's this awkward silence, and he goes, "What, what does that mean?" And then I, I ended the Skype call there, and I haven't yeah. actually spoken to him since. Um, really? Yeah, he's no. probably boarding up all the windows yeah. at the moment, padlocks on the doors. <laughs> he's waiting with a bat that's got nails poking out of it. He's got mm-hmm. a big he's giant double-ended dildo that he keeps on his coffee table. It just. That's he actually has it on the look. You know those samurai sword mounts. Yeah, 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 yeah. sitting there. It's just I don't know why he thinks it's a funny t- conversation starter. Mm. Yeah, oh. ass to ass. I'm speechless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, what was sure. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so Double-ended so Maddie's dildos. Maddie's taken over. Um, it's obviously with a heavy heart that you've had to to let go of several babies you've been raising. You know, obviously nurturing <laughs> AGPN, you game bro, as well as some of these community manager roles. What what, what would you say? Was the hardest thing that you've sort of had to had to say? Okay, it's time to move on, or I've got to relinquish power and love and everything over over this. Was it? Would, would you say you game bro is probably your oh, proudest achievement? Yeah, you game bro was the biggest one because it for a lot of people like they when I introduce myself to some people like is is I don't know if the ego side of this is like when I go to events and whatnot, I say oh hey I'm Pez and they go oh from you game bro for me that was good because I'm like oh good people know about the show because mm, brand recognition and brand recognition and. And that PAX this year was a hard one because I knew, like, I told, like, I think I was not supposed to tell anyone, but I think I, you told everybody, you told yeah. everyone. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be in a room and I could hear an earshot. You'd be talking to someone, and be like, okay, I've got some news. Don't tell anybody, <laughs> but two K's happening. And then you'd move to the next person over there, and by the end of the, you know, the everyone junket, knows. everyone knew, and they're all like, I can't I tell anybody, so but I'm pretty excited. sure they all know anyway. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> so it was excited. cute. It was very cute. Was but very this is after I was allowed to tell people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah NDA had be it ceased. You're fine. Embargo yeah. lifted. Because I wanted to, like, the idea was, like, for me, it was content for the podcast. I was like, no, I want everyone to know on the podcast. So I think mm. the six people, six out of the hundred people that were watching that night didn't know. Um, Even that they was, do. Trust me. That was hard. It was really hard. And the sign-off, like, hitting, like, turning that stream off that day, that was the hardest, hardest thing to do. That like, finality. That yeah, because like, like yeah. I had the screen screen transition where like the U Game Bro logo pops up, and I was hovering over that for so long. Um, but yeah, then that that was definitely the hardest. AGPN, that's not hard to give that up because like we, though I can't like on paper or word be there, I'm still going to be like there for advice for people because mm. I still think I have a lot of podcasting knowledge or like just knowledge in general to give out. So I'll, I'll still be active on the page and whatnot, but um. 
Yeah, that was hard. And there's a lot of stuff like with Lenovo and Intel because <clears> like getting a Lenovo partnership was a big, was proud for me because that was my big kind of like step forward. Like that would that that, was that the made launch me pad. Yeah, that made me realize that I was doing something right. I'm getting mm. recognized in podcasts and. And then the Final Fantasy, like I left Final Fantasy community a bit before PAX because I knew about the 2K role. And like I love the Final Fantasy community, what everyone does there, but it wasn't a paid gig. And it was I was putting a lot of time in there. Mm. Um, so like that was kind of like, I was like, I'm doing great here. I know people that are in community manager roles that ain't doing half as good as I'm doing and they're getting paid for mm. it. Um, <clears throat> and was that, the, uh, was that the idea to transition uh, going into, because you were going into another community manager role? Yeah. Uh, so it was like take I'll take this aspect because you could have done from your platform. You could have easily thought you'd make the content creation thing a full time gig, um, maybe full time Twitch stream or something along those lines. Uh, and there's a million and one other jobs in the gaming industry at the moment. So it was a community management that you thought was the most tran- transitionable skill set that you had at the moment. Yeah. Well, I I like working with community. Like I like working with people, and that was. I don't have like any university background like with like marketing or anything like that. And community management is actually a great intro in like a great like opening, like welcome mat to the gaming industry. It's a great entry level. And if you've been doing it long enough and you like shown that you can do it, like the podcast was a great example and the Final Fantasy stuff was a great example. Um, that was a lot of people recommended it to me to go, you need to go for this. Like a lot of, I actually had a lot of people message me saying, you need to go for this. And I was actually already going for it. Mm. And Joel from MCV, he actually pulled me aside and he was the one that told me about it. He goes, look, this is going to happen soon because you need to apply for it. And he gave me a lovely little reference too. And, um, which was, it was nice. And yeah, the interview process was amazing and grading. It was actually a really fun process and getting to like meet the team there at 2K. Um, yeah, it's it's it still still feels unreal for me. Mm. Like it still doesn't. <clears throat> I've had to give away everything I've worked on so hard for two years, but then I'm going into something I've dreamed <clears throat> about as a child. That's with. it. I yeah. guess if you look at it, the all that work you've put in over the last two years has led to this moment. Yeah, you know, it was the the, the start point. It was the foundation that you built upon, and, and it's given you that springboard into into sort of this community and social management role with 2K. Like, yeah, without the U Game Bro and the AGPN. 2K might might not very well have happened. So, yeah, that's so right. I guess you're sort of forking the road, but um, yeah, you know, I, I think you I think you're onto a winner. Yeah, it was it was definitely a conversation back and forth with a lot of people. They go, okay, well, you, this is why you did it, but you've loved this so mm. much. But then it's like tomorrow, a year from now, someone could come up with the same formula as I had. Better looking, hard to believe it. There could be another what Tekken World Champion. Who knows? <laughs> you know, some can't be more than one. They this could, is Highlander. Yeah, mm. all of a sudden, you game, bro might just fizzle and die and then all my chances could have gone away and like i'm 29 i'm going on 30 i've got a wife i want to have a family you game bro is profitable but it's not enough for me to like solely do it i i'm a good electrician but i don't want to do it all my life Mm. and this as hard as it was financially and happiness wise i believe this was the right path to choose um and i i believe i got to tick a lot of boxes i wanted to do like you've all heard my coin story like bernie was this story yeah, I don't know. You haven't heard the story? You want to hear the coin story? <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Tell the coin story. Tell it one more time. Gotta, With the for all time's sake. <laughs> you still have it on you. I've never, it hasn't left my wallet. You're kidding me, man. I That's only amazing. pull it out to show people. I'm surprised you haven't like drilled a little hole through it and wear it as a necklace. That's a good idea. No, it's a great idea. But then you damage the coin. All right, okay. That's so, some karate kit shit. Okay, I'm going to tell you. You're going to get the coin story. Okay. Hang on. All right. Nestled in my seat. I used to. It's better when I'm drunk. I think it's better when I'm drunk. All right. So. 
What's do you have someone that you look up to more than anyone in the world that you've never met that you'd love to meet? Um, not really, but yeah. Okay, we well, just destroyed <laughs> my story. <laughs> okay, so like when I started, the whole idea for me getting into the gaming industry and whatnot is because I used to love Rooster Teeth. I love, I still do. I love mm-hmm. Rooster Teeth and what they do, and I love what Bernie Burns does for Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Now, all I wanted to do when I first met them I was like, I'd love just to have a one-on-one beer with Bernie, like just share a beer with him, just have a chat. And the millions of people worldwide, it, it, obviously that's a hard thing to do. So I was like, well. I want to get into like the raw toast was one of those things. I want to get to a point where I can have a beer with Bernie. So I was like, okay, I've got to set a few goals. And the raw toast was one of them. You game, bro. There's always like a kind of secret plan behind there where it's like eventually I can get recognition enough to meet Bernie. Mm-hmm. And so then obviously you game, bro, took off and whatnot. And then RTX came around this year. And there was a media event where I knew every single person was going to be there at Rooster Teeth. And I knew Bernie was going to be there. So I went and got a blue suit. You've all seen the blue suit. It looks mm-hmm. dapper as hell. Um, and then That's we... what a Tekken world champion would definitely wear. 100%. Yeah. So I had a simple goal to meet Bernie and have one beer with him. And I got to do that clearly by this coin I'm holding in my hand where I met Bernie, shared a beer with him. He walked away. He stopped, turned around, came back and goes, here you go, Paz. He goes, I give this to a few people every year. And he handed me this coin. I was like, holy shit. Like I was blown away. Then I've seen a few other people got the coins. But for me... This was, I started a podcast, it became, at one stage, it was the number one podcast on Twitch in the world, I became a Lenovo sponsor, I became a community manager for Final Fantasy, I got to meet hundreds of new friends, like, I mean, I've got to meet all you guys because of this, Uh, I believe AGPN kind of went back from, everything I've achieved goes back from me wanting to have a beer with one man, and it's a simple goal, but I went so hard at it, and this coin for me is just proof that, like, even a simple goal can send you around the world and make you achieve your dreams and meet new friends. And every time I look at this coin, it just shows me like everything I've achieved. Yeah. You're holding it in your hand right now. It's yeah. got Bernie's face on one side. And a Rooster Teeth logo on the other. And a Rooster Teeth logo on the other. And it was all because I wanted to have a beer and I got this coin and this just proves to me it's like no matter how hard, how, how simple a goal is, if you go your hardest at it, you can achieve more than you've set out to. And mm. it's truly, truly impressive that it is Bernie Burns of all people who is a great role model, I yeah. feel, for any content cre- creator out there. Yeah. And um, he's definitely a main man about following your dreams and just keep on moving forward and progressing. So. Yeah. And you got to meet him again, didn't you? Yeah, I've got to interview him <clears throat> twice. The first interview was terrible. My chin was shaking. <laughs> I was nervous. I was sweating. He made fun of my Spurs jersey. Everyone said, you interviewed Bernie in a singlet? Fucking hot. <laughs> so the next time at PAX this year, I got it. You know, I, looked, I looked fresh, you must admit. I looked nice jeans, button-up shirt, didn't wear my Spurs hat. Um, and he, it was it was a really good interview. I personally, it, I had a great time. I wasn't nervous. It was all the nerves were gone, and I got to share the coin story with Bernie. And when when we ended it, he just said, "He goes, that's a, you know, he goes, this is why I do stuff like this too." He goes, "One of his stories like this, he goes, it makes me feel good." So he said, and he shook me and he said, "Thank you," and yeah, it, it meant a lot to me. And now, like even this two K stuff, kind of goes back to why I started the internet stuff was because I wanted to have, I wanted to meet Bernie because he was just, I loved what he did with Rooster Teeth and Rooster Teeth. Every day I watch their content. Millions of people do. Yeah. And I believe that he's pioneered a lot what every like everyone does in this gaming industry. So <clears throat> Yeah, there, I agree. Is there he's any tips? Pillar. Is there any tips I think you'd you'd or any wisdom you want to convey to people out there that you think might be wanting to dip a toe into content creation? Um just have fun. 
That's the whole thing. Don't yeah, like advice. set a goal. Not like set a goal. Like yeah, to be have a beer with someone, but set like an idea. There's definitely a lot of content creation out there. Mm. It's easy to get lost in the sea of it. Every day you see like a new stream team group or content creators pop up. That's fine. You're having a go. Just have a go and have fun. Like if it if it's ever too much, you're not having fun. Stop. Realize why you're not having fun, and recalculate. You don't have to rely on others. Like just have just do it and have fun. That is no. some solid advice. I think that's some probably top tier advice. Just enjoy yeah. it. It's there's millions. Like, there's definitely a hundred secret tips. Like obviously what to do, when to post, social media wise. But it's, there's no formula though. There's no. Formula. I think everyone's kind of looking for a formula. Um, not to say that uh, you know we're at the peak of anything to you know or whatever. But it just seems like everyone always seems to find their own way, mm. and it always seems to be organic. It's never really contrived. It's always um, similar to you and your story pairs about having a goal, having a bit of drive, really wanting it, and also really enjoying what you're doing at the same time. They all seem to follow that, but it's always a different path, you know? Yeah. Stand by your brand. Stand yeah. by your brand. And that's that's another one too, if with like people look for sponsorships or whatnot. Um, I'm very, very adamant about people saying like, if there's a product you love, support it. If it be online, pay for their products. Like there's a lot of companies that oh, I've got contacts for where I can get free content off them. Like a lot of times, I'll just pay for it because you've got to support what you love. Um, especially like with a Lenovo. Like, I bought the, like my whole Lenovo stuff. Like, I bought the PC. I'm still paying it off from Harvey Norman. Um, but I, it, it pretty much got me everything I wanted, like content wise, because, you know, it was a great machine and I supported it. <clears throat> if there's a brand you love, support them. Jack Hutto is the biggest example. He's a walking billboard. <laughs> yeah, he still pays for all his shred life stuff, his pit vipers and whatnot, but he loves them that much. If there's mm. something you love, and you want brand recognition? You want the brand to like support you, support them, and show them you support them. Make Hutto a monster, by the way. Yeah, no, make Hutto. We've got to get that one no, going. Give Hutto wings, fuck monster. <laughs> <laughs> I told him that um, you need to bring back Red Eye. Red Eye yeah. was the king of energy drinks. I think it was the best taste. What about remember Burn? Red Eye. Yeah. 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 School discos. Burn? It was like the first energy drink I remember. It was Burn. called Burn. It was a black. It was a black can with like a little. A little flame it just said burn mm. I thought it was like Usher like put out energy drinks because it was around the time burn came yeah, out burn, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would right. have been smart I know yeah. I know uh, Rockstar that one Rockstar is that one nice yeah, yeah it's it not very good like the original mother remember that oh, was in the white can with the veins, yeah. oh, the, the veins tasted like tar fine. yeah <laughs> no bueno what, Mate, what about tips for people I guess trying to get into the professional aspect of the gaming space Right. Um, so th- this is this. It's a difficult one, but um, there's definitely you definitely do the research. You got to figure out what you want to do. Obviously, you have a, have a plan what you want to do. Yeah. Um, for me, mine was like obviously well, community for me. Um, you want to like your online persona is you. That that's pretty much your portfolio is your online persona. Like Liam Esler that does GCap and um, GX Australia. He do, he put it out very well. Is your online persona for Facebook? Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. LinkedIn's a big one. Make it, make sure everything looks professional. Stick to your brand. Make sure you're not. You don't go online and just, you know, speak your be a dick. Mo- yeah. be a dick. Mm. That that is your biggest like for online gaming industry and like that. They look at all this sort of stuff. It's not like you hand them a resume and they go off that. They look at your Facebook. They look at all this sort oh, of yeah. stuff. Every company I think does yeah. that now. Not just in the gaming industry. It's you can't hide. Yeah. On social media. And if you make content, your content's also, you know, that's your, that's your year 12 project. That's what you want to get into work, like into work. That's what you show them when you go for a job interview. That's the same as this. Like if you're a YouTuber, make sure you put like you're making it to the best of your ability. Don't half-ass it. Hmm. And 
numbers don't lie. Um, you can't you can't fake numbers online. Like some people do, we're getting view bites and whatnot. They look at this sort of stuff. Is you can't just walk into these roles. You know, there's a, definitely a lot of research and whatnot behind it. Um, always ask people like with community stuff. If you see there's a community that if there's a, like a title or like a game or even something that doesn't have a community, try to start one. That that's a great way. Like that's the same with Final Fantasy stuff. We started the Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, so, sorry, Final Fantasy Fourteen online community. That was that was a big mm. tick in my box for <clears> a lot of companies. Makes a lot of sense getting into that ground level. Yeah, um, mm. you know, trying to build something from scratch shows that you're ready to roll those sleeves up and put in yeah. some hard work. See, AGPM for me wasn't the idea of it wasn't to be like a portfolio thing. The AGPM for me was. I liked Rooster Teeth podcast so much. I needed it. I wanted to start my own podcast as well to listen to a, my own podcast. Can't stand the sound of my own voice. So I was like, where are all these other podcasts? It's like, not that bad. Yeah. You, there's so many awesome podcasts out there that you just can't find because sadly, and I don't mean to be rude to anyone, a lot of them don't know how to use social media. They don't know when to post. They don't know when to <clears> put it out. A lot of people just put it up audio on their on um, Facebook. Well, some of them still use MySpace. That no. I was shocked. I'm not really? joking. Yeah, no way. So then that's why I thought the idea between um, ha- the hashtag AGPM is like if we can get people to start using this hashtag, you just mm. literally click on that hashtag and you find other podcasts. And we started to find some. Like Brandon was, you were one of the first people that I approached, and it's we're nearly 300 people in that group. There's mm-hmm. over 50. Yeah. Podcasts. 298. I was looking at it today. Yeah, it's um, it's it's gone. It's huge. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, not only just in podcasting but in content creation in general, is a lot of people are so hesitant to to reach out and make contact with people in that same space because they're, they're fearful that they're going to lose whatever spotlight they have on them. Mm-hmm. And, and edge, that's yeah. the thing. Like As you said earlier, like share something, mm. interact. If someone did something great, give them a thumbs up or share mm. it or, or comment on that Like because you need that interaction to keep pushing. Yeah. And you got to remember, everyone's just having a go. No one's mm. like, you get some people out there that definitely want to hog the spotlight, but at the time, no one can do it alone. Like, Rooster Teeth is the biggest example. They pulled from their community. Every single one name there, they pulled for someone that's actually having a go. Like, Michael, that's now, like, one of the main dudes from Achievement Hunter, he made a very, very terrible video from... Um, Crackdown. Crackdown yeah. on his mobile phone of him playing it. Hilarious. And that was enough for him to get in there. And that was, you know, he loved what he did. And... Mm. These are all, all the other podcasts are loving what they're doing. I'm loving seeing like the like the collaboration between everyone. Like I was on this week, I was on uh, Bitstorm. Oh, that was a fun podcast. It's a great podcast. Trev. Yeah, that was a great couple podcast. of legends. And the week before, I was like very stoked to be on the Game Hugs podcast because for me that was like there's been some like giants in the industry on that podcast. I actually put a word in for Jason to have you on there. Nah. You, need, you need to be on there. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Hashtag <laughs> give Brendan a hug. That's what's going to be. <laughs> I like not hug right now because we are a hot sweet mess. It is messes. really hot. Yeah, mm. it's all this fucking ego stroking between you three. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Got to stroke something. <laughs> I keep stroking the and sweat off the my forehead. That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stroke something. Got to stroke something. Yeah. yeah, but man, it's like you know, speaking not only on behalf of us other three in the room here, but I think from the community as a whole, whether it be AGPN, whether it be content creators we're we're very proud we're all in your corner we're rooting for you you know you, you're one of the genuine good blokes out there mm-hmm. you know you, you've always given myself and, and other people i know the time of day without hesitation mm. you know you're always available for industry related chats just general chats playing games having to be whatever and, and it's as something you said earlier like it's it's rare in this space like there is a lot of people that are closed off and hesitant to share their secrets or their insight because they're fearful of losing their place on the totem pole or whatnot but you're 
one of those few genuine people that make this space a lot more tolerable and a lot more fun to be in and, and excitable and enjoyable and yeah like man like it's been it's been a whirlwind and and i think it's just just starting for you yeah it's <laughs> thank you that it, it means a lot it's it's i i the whole i just love seeing collaborations too like introducing two people together and seeing what comes out of it not that I don't see anyone like a lot of people see everyone as competition. It's like, oh, I want more views than them. Yeah, it's great competition, but you got to remember, like, they're just humans too. Everyone just wants to have fun. Yeah, mm. and yeah, like, I've, like for the vast majority of everyone out there, these are all just passion projects. Yeah. Mm. So, lead with your passion, lead with your enthusiasm and your Go excitement, with no and, and goodwill. Yeah, like get out there, have some fun. Yeah. Interact, collaborate. That's it. And That's, at the end of the day, you've made there's nothing bad from it. You've made new friends. Like I don't mm. talk to anyone I went to school with. 100% of my friends now are people that I've met through mm. game, bro. Like, and AGPN. Uh, uh, it's a good story. It's a good story. And um, the as you said, the the episode you did with uh, with Jason Ims at Games Hugs, that's yeah. Game Hugs, sorry. It's a, it's a great, great narrative sort of weaving through you, your beginnings and where you are now. And a lot of advice in there that I think people can take away from it. Yeah. And we wish you all the best, man, <clears throat> in your you. uh, future endeavor with 2K. I'm sure you're absolutely knocking out of the park, man. So uh, you were saying offline, Borderlands 3 is confirmed. Uh, I have <laughs> <laughs> yep. no idea. No idea. It's on the record. World love, exclusive GTA 6. I'd love to play it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, early access for Red Dead Redemption 2 through some, you know, other extended family you're working for now. I think we're going to get a copy of that after Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Pez. Anyone from 2K listening, I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Thanks, Pez. <laughs> okay, I guess we should jump into some of the news that's been uh, doing the rounds this uh, calendar week. This week's news headlines. Well, we've actually got an absolute boatload of uh, PUBG slash Bluehole related news uh, that's, that's sort of popping up on the channels. The first one, uh, the, the desert map is going to be debuted at the Game Awards this coming week. Mm. Uh, so December 7th, or it might be December 8th here with the, the AU to US time zone uh, differences. So uh, yeah, the desert map's going to be showcased. They're actually going to do some live live gameplay on on uh, stage which is exciting this is the first new map this is the first yeah. new map they've confirmed there's two more like there's this and then there's another map which is another island um that's that's going to tie in there as well uh so it's exciting the game that just has taken over the universe um i know we're all pretty big fans we, we've talked about it to near the point of exhaustion yeah well you um, guys when i was on the podcast last you guys hadn't played it yet no no, no. I probably you, guys, you were absolutely going ham on it already yeah. and we i think we were i think you would had it maybe you'd played a couple of games i, I might have played one I or something i was i was late to the party um, was, sadly yeah. but now i'm uh you know working my way to worlds so uh cannot <laughs> wait to get on the desert map and start honing my craft have they mentioned if there's any new environment interactions with these new maps or not yet no. obviously vaulting comes out in in um patch 1.0 which Thank releases Christ. december 12th mm. um in conjunction with the xbox one release of <laughs> pubg which i'm fucking hyped for get that controller to work again you know <laughs> <clears throat> um but yeah that's happening another one that's uh that's sort of been uh, announced this week is they're they're planning on uh, trying to publish PUBG on mobile. So uh, Ten Tencent, which is one of the biggest um, Asian-based uh, pubs, they they do a lot of things over there. They want to try and translate it to smartphones, even though it's already there. Yeah, but they they don't want to take away any of the. Um, the, the core the core values of the game what do you mean it's already there so there's already two companies that have already made PUBG relate 
very similar PUBG games on mobile. I've played one of them, which was called like Bullet Shot or something like that. And yeah, it's very much just, um, I think it's about maybe 20 people in a game. But it looks exactly like PUBG. How does it feel playing it? Um, I can't clank, imagine it would translate because, very well. Yeah, you've got to like, you're using obviously your touch screen and you're kind of like maneuvering and you've got to press another button. It, it was very clunky for me, but there's some people that are already really good at it. You need to get one of them little Bluetooth controller dongles for yeah. smartphone. That's how you'd play it. Mm. I hate playing smartphone games where all the buttons are just... Because yeah. um, you're missing you know, half the on screen, screen while you're playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and I like that haptic feedback from a physical button press knowing that I'm actually hitting the button that's registering where mm. you play I remember playing like one of the Super Mario emulators on like an iPhone 5 or something and trying to just use that you know digital D-pad and the A and B buttons and it just just doesn't feel right mm-hmm. so yeah it's interesting but you know, Blue Hole printing that cash yeah uh, they've also announced that their next game is going to be a steampunk inspired MMO title uh, that is going to be called Ascent Infinite Realm I like so, that they're already like throwing in another game now. I mm. thought they'd ride that PUBG thing for a while. To they be have got enough money. They twenty million, so much. Yeah, twenty million there. copies this this year alone, and then we're going to obviously see a nice little surge at Christmas with the Xbox One port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but only that one's going to be in sixty frames. Then they said the Xbox, only the new Xbox is going to do sixty. The original Xbox is going to be like thirty. I think they got announced recently, and people spend <clears throat> chips. See, I don't, I don't have an issue with this because the human eye can only register twenty five frames a second anyway. Yeah. That's known as real time. Or well, NTSC's thirty and PAL's at uh, twenty five. Yeah, but obviously it just becomes on the on the playback and the fidelity for, for video edits and stuff. You can pause on and get high levels of detail on on a, on a still. You frame. can slow it down too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. But um. Yeah, so a steampunk MMO. I love me some steampunk. I love me some MMO. I'm not a steampunk guy. Give me guy. that clockwork. I love steampunk. You like mm. steampunk? Yeah. Yeah, give me, give me Dishonored or Bioshock Infinite in an MMO form, which I guess is the way I'd sort of see these two worlds combining. Mm. Fucking, yeah, take my money. Even if you're in early access, I'll, I'll jump in on the early access again. Blue hole. Well, they, they know how to do early access. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've bought a lot of goodwill, <laughs> at least from myself with um, how they've supported PUBG. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've got to support the brand that's going to take me to world. So uh, that's yeah. it. You're learning those tips already. You're already putting Pez's good advice Ooh, into, yeah, uh, into action. That's it. I'm, I'm going to try and be the first to take down, no doubt, the, the giant clockwork raven raid boss that's going to be the end of Ascent Infinite Realm. It's Pez. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Well, that's that's another thing. Like, what did you say? 25 frames the human I can see. Mm-hmm. Tekken World Champion, 26. see that's why you get that extra extra frame you got that advantage like the terminator yeah i love that computes all the frame data that's why i wear my glasses they they they, they actually restrain me a little bit you know they bring it down they they dull the sensor so that it's a little easier to digest (laughs) yeah oh boy the last bit of news i was never gonna win against you nah you need to find this other frame you know is it sort of like almost like a, a super saiyan level up like is it years of training and you you get that frame over time yeah it's just major emotions and you mm. know you just gotta it's just it's there you just gotta believe that it's there you know it's like neverland yeah you need to sort of go out into the tibetan wilderness and sort of go on a vision quest and, and find yourself and that's where that frame lies like a bad trip on peyote some cave yeah and when you find it you then you go on twitter and just shit talk everyone and then you unleash that one frame mm suck that frame yeah, so um, speaking of sucking Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> I don't know if it sucks anymore getting at the moment in quotes at least three new DLC packs in 2018 plus another update um, by the end of the year which lets Pronto? you 
Uh, no, it's not prompto. It it's um it lets you move between the three characters, so or the four characters. Sorry, so you, obviously you can only play as Noctis throughout so Final Fantasy fifteen. I think this is to yeah swap between them outside of their own individual um uh, DLC packs. I'd be playing Ignis just because he's. Do you guys ever watch Blind Fury? The no. it's a early nineties film. Rutger Hauer is a blind man that's actually a samurai. And his walking cane has got like this thin samurai blade in it. And he's like <laughs> yeah. raising like kids. And then obviously he has to fight enemies and, and blind fury. So obviously Sounds like in. Stick out of Daredevil. Yeah. 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 Similar to that. Similar to that. Before Stick was a thing. Oh, I guess Stick was way back before this film with sort of comic lore. But anyway. But um, that's who Ignis is. Ignis is Rutger Hauer in Blind Fury. And I love that he still just floats around with that cane, dawdling around, cooking meals up. You know, he's lost his visual sense, but obviously I guess his smell and his taste is heightened mm. so he can still make all those great meals at those campfires. I I genuinely wonder if this is a good game now. Because obviously it was incomplete when it came out, big problems, but now that they've added all of this DLC to flesh it out, I reckon it might not actually suck. But do you want to support that? My big thing, I love Final Fantasy, but I, it just, I want to play it when all the DLCs come out, but I'm like... Mm. yeah. No, but then I'm, support- I'm, I'm supporting what they've done. I don't know I the answer mean. to that question yeah. because it's hard. I don't know where the blame lies. It lies somewhere, but does it like is the blame that they hyped it up too much and they, at every point in maybe the three years leading up to its release, were like, Final Fantasy fifteen, it's amazing, we do this. Here's the Noctis um, uh, Dusk K demo, which was vastly different to like, the finished product mm-hmm. of the game and stuff. And like that bullshit <clears throat> event where they, you know, they have the car and the movie and the anime, like all that stuff that they're announcing. They hyped it up so that, much. With Tim and Greg, when they did the like the Final Fantasy yeah. announcement, that, uh, I, I've Chinese watched that. Theater. I've watched that like three times before the game came out. I was yeah. so excited. The movie, I actually personally liked the movie. Florence so Machines Florence thing. Machine. Yeah. yeah, the stupid bloody mobile game. That was terrible. Um, King's, what is it? King's Glaive. No, oh, no, that, was, the, that was the film. The film was King's Le- Yeah, it's like the Turbo Time or the Limit, Limit Break or something like that. Right, it? yeah. yeah um, that was, and you could play it in-game. But there was another one that came with the game as well. There was like another little side game. It was like an arcade thing where you're rolling around as his dad. <clears throat> or um, I forget what the it's King's called. Journey or something Journey. like that. Yeah, it yeah, was nothing. It was like, it's supposed to be like Streets of Rage style, like yeah, side yeah, yeah. and that. It's, I just, I want to play it again. I really do, but I just... I don't know. Two K has got some pretty sweet titles. Everyone should be playing those. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, I'm, I'm probably going to give it a go, but I just when they, I didn't know about the 2018 type DLCs mm. coming out. I'm like, well, they just announced, and like one of them's got Arden. Yeah. So Arden, enemy. Arden, you're going to play as Arden in one of them. They're, they're tight-lipped on the other two, but they have uh, in an interview at PAX, uh, Hajime Tabata, who's obviously Final Fantasy 15 director, said he'd like to see stories about Arden and Luna more fleshed out because they're incredibly key characters to the story and incredibly hollow characters at that yeah, yeah i liked arden i personally thought that he i thought he was a great he reminded me of robert downey jr what's wrong with that no like in a good way like oh. really charismatic um like his voice there's a lot oh, yeah. of like up and down a lot of uh, i don't know what that's called intonation is that the right word that sounds about right i don't know he seemed like a real charismatic enemy though didn't he yeah it's what i hated about that was before the game came out everyone said they're like oh he's the main antagonist yeah hmm. it's like i didn't need to know that like <clears throat> i didn't know that like Sephiroth was going to be the main antagonist in seven i didn't know that like jet was going to be the main antagonist in final fantasy 10 like 
it's kind, of, it's kind of a played formula, though. You always like, know it's like the second bad guy yeah, that's the but main bad guy. This is like guy. six months before the game was even announced. It's like, oh, this is the bad guy. He's going to be the main, like the last guy you fight. Yeah. It's like, I did not need to know that. Like, I know that, like, when they first shows up, you think the game predict, he goes, oh, he's just a weary traveler that tells you the. I don't know. Like, you know that when you first interact with him on the dock? Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, well, this guy's clearly a bit shifty. You don't yeah, know, like... he gives you the coin or but something. But then, right, you're passage. like, oh, well, this yeah. is the final... Well, if we stab him in the head now, the, the game could be over, like... If you just... see that movie, though, as well, like, in the movie, he's definitely a bad guy. Oh, yeah, he's definitely a bad guy. And you've got to see the movie before you play the game, which is a fucking... And then they show thing. two cutscenes from the movie that's supposed to explain why the father's died, like, why the king's dead. Did they? No, no, like, you're supposed to. Oh, right. Like, you're not supposed to know. Like, when you play the game, they go, oh, your father died. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they don't explain in the game how he died. They just show you two cut scenes. Like, oh, who's the dude that stabbed him? Like, who's the dude that, like... Well, well, that was the same as one of the other main um, antagonists in this, where you just kill him. He's just a random little um, pussy enemy. Oh, the, yeah, the, just kill the him. emperor. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. like, this demon that pops down, and, like, he, he, you kind of fight him a little bit through, then eventually you kill him. You're, like, and then... And then they tell you afterwards it's him. I, I know. I actually found out on the Kind of Funny podcast that Tim goes, yeah, that was him who killed him. Like, I had to listen to another podcast for them to go, oh, and they found out through someone else. Yeah. That was the king. You only know there's a like a voiceover, Arden's voiceover happening in the fight, and he mentions it, and that's the only way you'd know because there's no like health bar, there's no boss battle health bar or anything to tell you that this guy's like special. It's bullshit, man. It's a really poorly put together game. Yeah. We'll go on this. You, I probably have yeah, to we'll, yeah. we'll go yeah. on this. Forever. So three new DLC next year. Obviously, uh, episode Ignis is dropping on December 13. So uh, you can get a bit of that Rutger Howe, Blind Fury inspired Final Fantasy goodness in about uh, 11 days time. But that's the news, unless you've got anything else. Avengers um, Infinity War trailer dropped. It looks amazing. No, we haven't talked about that. but it actually... The most watched trailer of all time in 24 hour period. You're kidding. Yeah. 19 million I saw within 24 hours. Really? I think it's, it was even more than It's that. above 25 million now. Yeah. Fuck. It looks pretty cool. I don't know. It's obviously you don't really get much out of the trailer. Um, you see Thanos. I didn't know Thanos was purple. I thought he was blue. He's always been. Purple. He's always well. He he's meant to be purple. Yeah, he's like a shade of brown in this, yeah. and he's got the old scrotum chin going on. Yeah, there's so many memes floating around about the old nut chin. Yeah, uh, he looked blue in Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. That's no, why he's purple, he and he's blue. got blue and yellow armor typically. Right, that's the usual yeah. sort of color palette. I'm no yeah, it looks stupid. I'm sorry. Oh, he's, that's why he's wearing like the sleeveless. It looks like he's wearing like a just a vest, like a suit yep. vest. Yeah, but, you know, it's hot. You know, it's probably mm, it's you know, that armor gets hot. In Earth. Well, yeah, they were saying, I was trying to, I was reading some sort of backstory to see where they can try and justify it. And they're, they're sort of saying because he's already so powerful and he's got a couple of the, um, you know, stones already, um, he doesn't feel he needs to wear the armor because he's already this unstoppable force. Crocodile. So that's why he's just rolling in his, in his Saturday casuals, apparently. So. That'll be his downfall. Did Chris yeah. Pratt, like, sorry, like in the Guardians, like the little snippet at the end, did he look off to anyone else? He looked off to me. Didn't look like Chris him. Pratt. He still looked pretty dashingly handsome. Oh, well, it just didn't look like him. Maybe mm. it was the facial hair? I don't know. Mm. But I, 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 I wasn't really compelled by the trailer, to be honest. It comes it's out hard. On, it comes out on May the 4th. Sorry? comes out on May the 4th, mm-hmm. my birthday. Yeah. So, yeah, you want to take okay, well, Really? Then, the, then that May changes the my opinion. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> it's, uh, I think the goal is just to like get as many characters in as you possibly can in this two-minute window. And mission accomplished. I think they got... Nearly anyone that matters in there for at least a second. Mm. Was Ant Man in it? No, actually, he'll Paul he'll Rudd be in there. Obviously, the Wasps in there, like um, Evangeline Lilly, who plays his offsider, um, she's in there, and and Paul Rudd will be there. 
he's probably just minuscule. And oh, he's like, yeah, he was there. <laughs> yeah. He was just uh, small. It's two parts, right? We're getting yeah, two, yeah, two movies, parts. aren't we? It's two parts. Yeah, because I, I didn't see part one anywhere in the trailer. Yeah, yeah I was waiting for that too. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, is it all going to be in one movie? Like, fuck, that'd be amazing. Got mm-hmm. a question real quickly on the Netflix side of it with the Marvel TV shows. Are they also no, attached no, to... They're, oh, they're not was, in this in any way. Okay, I was looking forward... I've been watching The Punisher, so I was looking forward to probably seeing... Yeah. Watching him come in and just gratuitously kill everybody. With a sledgehammer, yeah. yeah. My God, there's some violent acts in that. Holy <laughs> shit. Fuck, it's good though. That last episode. That last I've, I've only about halfway through the season. Watch the last man, episode. It's good. Yeah. Man, it's good. John Bernthal, made for that role. Mm. Mm. I think that's all the news though. I'm sure there's more, but uh, that's all I've got. That is all the news. Um, we should probably jump into a uh, bit, of, bit of reader review action and then um, start closing this bad boy up. Get out of this uh, hot box before one of us passes out. I think we all lost out. weight. Yeah. Mm. I might need a shovel to peel myself off this chair because the hug from the AK racing chair is real. Anyway. iTunes review of the week. Okay, so this review comes to us by user Epic Shadows with a Z. Giving us that five stars, and the review headline reads, Great first impression. Really? Don't know which episode you listened to for that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty selective, I'd say. Pretty sele- Maybe it was the episode that you, you Maybe, guessed yeah. on. I don't want to be the boshy. Yeah, great mm. episode. So uh, the review reads, was, just, was scrolling through the categories and found you guys and looked pretty damn interesting. Listen to the Star Wars controversy. Okay, I probably should have read that first because now we know exactly when he dove into. So it was the last episode. Um, the microtransaction menace. Right. Um, so listen to the Star Wars controversy. Loved it. Keep it up. Exclamation point. So Epic Shadows. Dropping that iTunes review hotness. Thank you so much. That I'm one was a that one was sure a hard that... episode to get into too. Mm. That was about as like a lot of meat on technical. that technical. Mm. Yeah, technical as we ever really get. Most of the time it's like a lot of toilet humor. Yeah. Coming from Ali. She can't Hey. No. No, that's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Toilet you humor. You got that wheelbarrow full of smut that you just keep peddling around. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't have you any other way. You disgust me. Actually, I love it. That actually made our podcast go from like masturbating habits to just straight up microtransactions. It was really a professional mm. episode. Yeah. Well, depending on who's holding what, it is still a microtransaction. Am I right? Uh, but it's speaking of masturbating, and I don't want to be the boshy. <sighs> I hate that. that One hundred and eleven days was too much. I had to. I pulled you the just, pin. You pulled the pin on it. Yeah. That was. That's a solid effort, man. 111 days, that's close to, what, four months? Yeah, three and a half months. Yeah, but who's counting, eh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can only imagine the damage done. either hated you or loved you. I don't no, know how don't know how good, bad you are. You just start to doubt life and colours all start to blend together when you go that long. But anyway, another review. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> thank you for that review. Um, we say it each and every week. It is our lifeblood. Keep them iTunes reviews coming in. We are on every other podcast platform of choice. Any other podcast you are listening to, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to them as well because it does keep the emotional lights on in all of our hearts. You know, It keeps us uh, fighting that good fight and uh, doing what we want to do. So our Epic Shadows with a Z, thank you so much for that uh, review. And mm. I love that we made a great first impression. Hopefully on this episode it hasn't changed. Um, I'm sure, if anything, it's probably evolved and improved even more You know, with the knowledge and the guidance of uh, Adam Pez Perry. Or, or Are you going to have like... Pez 2K or 2K Pez, are you going to change your name? I thought about that and then straight away, uh, another community manager, manager, Jigsy, said to me, it's a bad idea because then all of a sudden your tweets don't become your own. It looks like they're coming straight from it's, 2K. So I'll probably just keep yeah. it as Pez, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I, I guess we could start moving uh, to the to the finale of this. I, what, first thing is, what are you guys looking forward to this coming week? Uh, it is our last, well, this is our second last episode of uh, 2017. Next week is our Game of the Year edition. So uh, you've still got some time to vote to go in the running for a custom 8-bit skateboard deck as well as the SNES Mini. Uh, 8bit.net forward slash GOTY to drop those tasty votes in. Pairs, haven't seen your votes pop up yet. You better uh, get on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. um, mm. I know there might be some 2K bias. Maybe WWE 2K18 might be game of the year. Who knows? Justified. You know? can, I, can I say mine now? You can, yeah. Straight up Horizon. Yeah! Horizon? My Horizon. man! Sorry, no. My sorry, man. no. Zelda. Man. That was, that was Zelda. Nah, nah, no. Horizon straight up. <laughs> <clears throat> My man. Yeah. I don't know where I land on this yet. Um, for game of the year well, you've got that's, seven days yeah that's going to be what I'm looking forward to this week is actually going in and um, and getting in them trenches yeah just actually figuring out how I feel about each of these games last year was super easy uh, No Man's Sky sure thing for game of the year this year it's a lot tighter race so uh, that's absolutely what I'm going to be doing what I'm going to be doing this week sorry as well as probably a bit more COD and Star Wars Battlefront, are you, are you, are you on? I've are got it. doing this? Boys are on this week. Boys are on? Let's do it. All right. Boys what are you got on. it on? Xbox. Sorry. It changes every game. <laughs> it changes. It's hard to keep track. Yeah. I am excited. I'm going to actually dedicate some time to play Frozen Wilds this week. Uh, I've downloaded it. I'm keen as beans to jump back in and uh, roam the wilds with Aloy. Uh, as you, you confirmed mm-hmm. and I confirmed, it's our game of the year. Uh, and they've also, this week, uh, on December 6th, they're releasing the Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition with the Frozen Wilds DLC, available at EB Games for only 69 bucks. So full game nice. plus the DLC, bargain, get on it, anyone that hasn't jumped on the juggernaut that is Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. What are you looking forward to, Dream? Apart from literally, Game of the Year? Just literally said it. just did my bit. He just said it. That might be something else. No, I actually... Uh, Ali, what did you- <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we actually just did this. Ali, it's on you. Oh, um, GTA Online. A bunch of like double XP and stuff the, till the... Oh, is there a big bonus oh. weekend coming yeah, up? Yeah, so double, uh, double XP on certain maps and double um, money. What do you play that on? Uh, PlayStation, actually. I wanted to get it on PC. <laughs> I wanted to get it on PC, but that is the game that just... Unless it's on sale, never drops in price mm. and tied us. Um, Dude, I don't it, really want to drop eighty. It was forty dollars in the Black Friday sale, and that's the no. cheapest I've ever yeah. seen. I know, it. but then when it's like those like Black Friday sales or the winter sales, the summer sales, then I get even more of a tied ass. Ooh, bad wording. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> pucker up. <laughs> but then my level of like what a cheap game is goes down. So then I'm like, oh, I don't know, forty bucks is a bit much. So yeah. that's my own conundrum. But yeah, so I want to play some on GTA. I have been away from it for quite some time i gotta get me a yacht yeah fuck i'm so yeah, far what? away from oh, yacht. Yeah. Oh, okay. it took yeah. me a second to work it out too is that aussie yeah that aussie what, what about you sweet sydney slang um what about you special <laughs> guest um what am i looking forward to it's i honestly don't know i think i've kind of going back and playing older titles i there's nothing on the horizon for me that i <laughs> Horizon, but it's ju- going to jump back in a bit of that Borderlands two, yeah. maybe a bit of NBA two K eighteen. You're a company yeah. man now. Yeah, I know. Straight I up. still have to finish um the Borderlands pre sequel. Mm. Um, if I probably I'm trying to get the final ending of Near. That's what I'm looking. So forward you said to. you've got seven done. So you've got nineteen, 19 to, go. to go. Jesus Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ. Is and that I- something that people do? Like they go to get every ending? Yeah, well, it's. 
each ending's really actually good. Some endings you might get it. You if you go into the settings because you're an Android, you can pull an OS chip out of your body because you your body your upgrades are from chips. But there's an OS chip. You pull it out, you're dead. That's ending A. Right. Yeah. If you start the game and someone goes, you got to go to this objective because I'm under attack, and you go the opposite way, that's an end. Like, oh, you left. 9S died from an attack. I like that. So right, so you don't you don't necessarily do the whole game over no, each no, time. Oh, yeah. Are the, are, are all twenty six oh, endings of these they all the same amount of depth? Like are they all fleshed out, or some of them are a little bit more throwaway? Some of them are a little throwaway. Some of them is just text based. That OS one sounds like a bit of a throwaway one. But that one, they go you've pulled your OS chip, and they actually make it really detailed, which is really cool. Um, some of them's like you attack the commander, and all of a sudden it's like you yeah you got your head ripped off. Mm. Like, nice. <clears throat> the end. GG. Yeah. And, and I guess life reboots itself you come Monday. It does. This is it's a whole new journey. Um I don't I, like I said it still feels unreal but um yeah it's it's I don't know until Monday what life holds mm. for me. I got to figure out traffic. The the one thing I'm not looking forward to is Sydney trains. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. They it's suck. <laughs> they suck. They suck. But yeah, it's um Doom VR. I'm looking forward. I actually Doom VR is a good one. I um oh, I'm God. looking forward to giving that. I might get head spins from that I was going to say that would make me sick yeah it's um yeah. yeah just life in general like who knows exciting times exciting times mm. well I guess that has been uh, episode 89 again Pez thank you for taking the time to uh come here to the 8-bit HQ and sit at the nameless table and uh riff with us uh larrikins for an hour and a half it's, it's been swell hopefully it's uh, it's not the last time we see you on a podcast hopefully or, not as you said you're going to be going to be working from the shadows yeah a little bit now, kicking all them goals at 2K. We can find you at Pez underscore bro Pez on underscore the bro on Twitter. Um, you guess from now on, you can still find you game bro on Twitter with a zero at the end of it. That'll be Mr. Matty Mouse. And you can see me floating around. I'm sure you'll be seeing me playing some Borderlands too. Be sure to pick that up, everybody. It, it came out a few years ago, but you know, it's still, it's still a good game. It Don't holds. It's a classic. It yeah, holds. we've got Civ coming it's out next game. year and... I don't know about Borderlands 3. Stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. 2018. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, until next week, I have been uh, one of your hosts, Brendan. You can find me at Brendan8bit. You can find me at SalimTD. You can find me sweating my ass off at Miss Ally Hart. And again, you can find Pez. In the breeze trying to like get rid of this sweat. Ugh, it's getting really bad. Should have gone shirtless, bro. boys. Should have gone shirtless. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't I want totally to totally talked over that. <laughs> it's no, at that's Pez, right, Yeah, I'll only ever get to be on podcasts in another 10 years, but whatever. That's okay. <laughs> You can, there's underscore bro on Twitter. You're going to come in as an alias. We're going to work out a, a, a second identity and we're going to weave you in somehow. How Joey, Joe, Joe, Shabadoo. Tez. Dez. Okay. Tez. All right. <laughs> Until our next week for our final episode of 2017, the Game of the Year edition. Apit Nation, thank you for your time. Thank you for your support. Until next week, much love and stay hungry. Oh, I did it. <laughs> Might have been the best stay hungry we've ever had. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.